Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osha Ginsberg. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for downloading it. I appreciate you for being here. This is a bi-weekly podcast that happens twice a week. Uh, has been since 2013. Every Monday I'm here with a guest. Every Friday I'm here with you. And all I'm here to do is hopefully help you make today a little bit better than yesterday. Something you hear on this show, something you hear on every show will hopefully help you make today a little bit better than yesterday. If you do want to get in touch with me, it's real simple. Send Osher email at gmail.com. That's my email address. It's not hard to find. It's always lovely to hear from you. Thank you for the feedback, the lovely feedback about last week's show about boundaries. I'm really grateful for that. And also everybody that wrote in about Kirk Docker, who is a legend. Um, that was a great chat, the Kirk Docker episode on Monday. I really liked it. So thank you very, very much. And especially thank you to the the lady who wrote, she wrote it and she's, I won't say her name, but she said, listen, I'm an oldie and she appreciates the, the stories that I bring to the show, but do I really have to swear so much? <laughs> like, I, I, I know I swear a lot. But that's just kind of how I talk, and I'm sorry if I swear too much enough. I'm sorry if it makes, yeah, I do swear a lot, and I'm, yeah, it might not be what you're used to if you see me on the telly. You're like, wow, that's you're seeing me anyway. I'm a bit sweary. Anyway, thanks for your support of this show. If you do like this show, the kind of the best thing you can do for me is tell a friend, tell somebody, leave a rating, leave a review, but tell someone. Uh, about this show. And also check out Idle Australians, which is a new show I'm doing with James Matheson, and it's been doing really well. And um, I'm really grateful to be working with Jimmy again. He's a great mate, and we've known each other for a long time, and we've stayed mates for a long time, and I'm, I'm really grateful to be making some radio, radio, some a show with him. Just to give you an idea of what um, the show is about, the kind of vibe, um, here's a little taste from yesterday's show. That did get into a lot darker territory, but we were reminiscing about this moment because he and I were doing a photo shoot together the other day for the to publicise the show. And out of nowhere, Carl Sanderland showed up. And um, just have a listen. This is just describing the moment that 
James Matheson saw Kyle Sandilands for the first time in 10 years. Out of nowhere, a beyond a blast from the past came bursting through the doors. The big man. Yeah. Kyle Sandilands. Showed up. And the first thing you said to him was, How are you not dead? <laughs> it's true, though. It's How the, is it's, he not dead? It's the question. I love him, but like he used to drink more Coca-Cola... <laughs> and smoke more cigarettes, sit around more than anyone I'd ever met. So I just wanted to check in with you. I just wanted to have a bit of a chat and ask you something because it's been on my mind. I've been working a lot. I've had long days on set and sometimes uh, there's two or three hours between things. You know, and I'm far away. So, you know, sitting in a room, not a lot to do. And I've noticed that the screen time has been creeping back up again. So how are you, you know, I just wanted to talk to you about, you know, screen time. How are you using your phone? How am I using my phone? Because I know I certainly, I've been vanishing into it. I've been doing a bit of zombie scrolling on whatever app will let me scroll. And um, I have definitely, certainly at work, I've been using it to avoid connections with people who are in the room. You know, I've got obviously clear busy things to do here in my phone. But I don't know that I'm just playing some dumb game. So, how is your screen time? Have you are you ready to? You want to have a, a jolly good look at your screen time with me? Because I think we should look at it together and have a think about it. I'd invite you to. So, I went out and found a, um, a like a questionnaire to check if you've got a, a, a drinking problem, basically. Because <laughs> I remember answering a similar one when I, you know the very last moment when I'm like, I'm really going to have to do something about this, but do I really have a problem? And I answered a questionnaire and it had 115 questions on it and I replied yes to 102 of them. Um, So it was hard to ignore that I had a problem. So I went and found a questionnaire. It's not 115 questions, but it's about drinking. And at the bottom of the list, it says, if you said yes to one or more of these, maybe think about, you're going to go need to get some help because it's going to get worse. So I found a little list on uh, Reach Out and I'm just going to swap out phone for alcohol. Okay. So let's go through it. This is when you're thinking about your relationship with your phone and how much you check your phone and if your phone is doing more damage to your interpersonal relationships and, you know, your your work life and your career and your health and well-being versus what it's doing for you, I think it's important to have a, a long, hard look at it. So let's ask you some questions. Have you ever found yourself worrying about when you'll be able to get to check your phone again? Like are you maybe sitting with the kids or sitting at dinner or at work and you're wondering, when can I check it, when can I check it, when can I check it? I know I have. Crikey. Has your phone ever taken you out of a moment with another person? You know, like in case someone's liked or replied to something on social media, if someone's trying to connect with you, have you like, you know, reached into your bag or reached into your pocket and, and grabbed it, checked it? Do you check your phone first thing in the morning? like the moment you wake up while you're still in bed. Not because you were expecting an important overnight email or, you know, wondering if a relative overseas left you a voicemail or, you know, something happened in the middle of the night and you, you missed a phone call from someone you love, but just to open it, just to check, hoping for a like or a reply or a retweet or a share or just to open up that river of stimulation of a TikTok feed. Have you done that first thing in the morning before you've even gotten out of bed, before you've touched somebody? I have. I try not to do it all the time. In fact, I've, I've had to, I had to put a bunch of discipline. I haven't done that in a while. I had to put a bunch of discipline around that. Have you ever tried to hide how much you're using your phone? I've absolutely denied being on my phone when Audrey's out of the room. 
you know, she'll see a look in my eye and go, you're on the phone, won't you? No. She's like, don't lie to me. She's right. Do you find yourself using your phone longer than you'd planned to? For example, I'd say, oh, look, I want to get an early night because I've got an early start and then suddenly I've been scrolling and faffing around and then now it's 11.30 p.m., you know, watching YouTube videos on motorcycle throttles. Yeah, absolutely. I've used it longer than I'd wanted to and been unable to put it down. Do you escape into your phone because you've got problems relaxing? Yeah, I've done that. Do you seek to be alone so you can be on your phone without anyone bothering you about it? <laughs> uh, um, not all the time, but I've definitely done that. Absolutely. Jesus is not looking good for me. I wonder how it's going for you so far. We're about halfway. Oh, we're beyond halfway now. So I'm already like, I'm already showing like I've got a problem with my phone. I wonder how you're going. Have you ever tried to stop checking your phone or tried to stop using your phone so much, but you just can't do it? I had to give my wife my screen time passcode because I tried to put a screen time passcode on it, and, but every time the app's timed out, I just put the passcode back in again. So that's why I had to give Audrey my screen time passcode because I just kept unlocking it. I kept bloody unlocking it. Do you forget things people tell you when you've got your phone in your hand? I absolutely use When I did have Instagram on my phone, like all the time, I forget stuff Audrey told me all the time. Do you lie about how much you use your phone? If I'm honest with you, yeah, I do. Do other people comment on how much you use your phone and say, it's a problem how much you use your phone? Yeah. Yeah, they do. So I don't know about you, but I've answered yes to way too many of those questions. <laughs> so I think I'm going to have to have a really decent and honest look at that. Especially like since the new podcast is launched with James, I did take the screen time off my phone so I could post some sort of things on Instagram a lot easier and a lot more immediately. But like a duck to water, I'm kind of finding myself sliding back down the water slide. So I'm going to have to get Audrey back onto that and help me lock it off again. Because there's no question, I absolutely use my phone in an unhealthy way, in a way that stops me connecting with the people that I care about and in a way that stops me from doing things that I otherwise want to do, taking my attention and my ideas away from me and me doing what that phone wants. I try really hard not to use it with Wolf in the room. I really do, but I'm not perfect at that. You know, I'll pick it up to put some music on and then before you know it, I'm like answering an email or something. I know I said yes to a lot of those questions, but I guess as an alcoholic, I've had to admit before, you know, I'm unable to control certain in, in, impulses around escapist behaviours, whether they be shopping or drinking or using or, or porn or, or whatever. I've had to think about those things and admit those things. So it's easy, easier for me to, to admit it. But if you've never had to consider your own behaviour as a negative thing before, it might be quite confronting. But don't worry, it's okay. You're not alone. And look, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's all right because there's no way that you can compete. There's no way that your willpower can compete with the increasingly and incredibly powerful and very clever AI that feeds you a never-ending feed of content that is exactly what you want to look at, exactly when you want to look at it, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever. Your willpower can't compete with that. So I don't know, how do we get out of it? I mean, in the past, what's worked for me has been abstinence around alcohol. That's worked for me really, really well. Abstinence from phones is a hard one because I do kind of need it. 
I guess what I have tried to do in the past, I've tried to take all the apps that I do not need off my phone. So I only check them on a laptop when I'm, you know, on a laptop. So things like Twitter and I don't, I haven't touched Facebook in about a decade. Life's great without Facebook. Um, taking Instagram off my phone again is something I'm going to need to do. There's a few other financial things that I'll probably need to take off as well. So I do check them through the day. But I, it's been creeping up on me. I've been slack. I was really diligent about it, but I've been slack. Certainly with work and I'm away from home and I'm sitting around, nothing to do at work, um, in between things to do. <laughs> so sometimes there's hours and hours and hours of things to do and sometimes there's hours of things to not do. But, you know, I'm a long way from home so I can't come back home again. But it is creeping up on me. But I guess I, I, what I need to do, remind myself is that if I need to escape from a moment that I'm in, what do I do instead of picking up my phone? That's the thing, the first thing I should do. And I guess, you know, the number one thing is to take a breath, recognize it, take a breath and trust that whatever it is, even if that is boredom, know that I'll cope and I'll be okay. So yeah, what about you? What's your relationship like with your phone? Except for the last few days, I have been off Instagram for about over a year now and it's been epic. If I do use it, it's a work thing and it's it's a one-way street. I only use it as an outflow. I don't really reply to people or do anything like that. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. And I guess the other thing that has been really good is I, I stopped checking news on my phone a long time ago. I have one app, one news app on my phone. It's the ABC News app, I don't mind telling you. And I check it once a day and that's it. And it's been really good doing that. But honestly, I'm going to have to have a damn good look about how much time I'm spending on my phone and try really hard to not whip it out and recognize those behaviors for what they are. They're escapist behaviors and they're preventing me from learning how to be with the discomfort. Yeah. I just breathe instead and use that moment to get more resilient. I think that's what I'll try and do. I'll see how I go. What about you? How did you go? I'd love to know. Send us your email at gmail.com. That's how you can find me. Thanks heaps um, for listening. I appreciate it. You're on your phone right now. You're using it to listen to podcasts. How great is that? But, you know, it's a hard to tricky one, man. What, do we walk around with two phones? I don't know. I don't know. If you've come up with a solution, I'd love to know it. Thanks, Rachel Barrett, my executive producer. Thanks, Andy Ma, my audio producer, for cutting this together. Thanks, Mike Mills, who made all the music. Monday's show, speaking of phones, speaking of social media, speaking of AI, it's a cracker. Chris Cooper. He's the head honcho over at Reset Australia, which is a um, an organisation that's looking to put regulation onto how social media companies work in our community. Basically to, oh, I don't know, save our democracy. <laughs> it's, it's a great chat. I can't wait for you to hear it. Okay, I've got a jet. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, Andy, for staying up late to cut this. Until we speak on Monday, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 